Welcome to the Only Kyle Show. I am one of your hosts, Kyle Miller. I have here today with me, Mr. Kyle Kroos, robot aficionado, um, uh, Iron Cross, as he's known to the council, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, jackass sometimes, but yeah, gotta love him. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that intro. I think that's the most uh, Kyle-appropriate intro you could possibly give me. So, <laughs> so sir, um, how how are you this fine weekend? Um, this weekend is a good weekend. I'm uh, I'm prepping my upcoming robot competition. So I've actually made um, an app full of like cue cards, basically, or uh, um, flashcards, so I can start memorizing some of the newer robots that are going to be competing at the next event and uh, the builders that kind of get associated along with them. Um, I'm at the gym right now. You just uh, I'm kind of in between two workouts. I missed my workout yesterday, so I'm getting a two for in today. And I got to go sell a solar system at like two o'clock. So it's not a bad day. Oh, solar Kyle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mr. 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 Kyle Solar. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my day job. I sell solar panels. That's been new since the pandemic. Before that, I was in live events. I was a scenic construction uh, project manager. So I was about, you know, building scenery and backdrops and like, um, big crazy signage for live events, theater, Broadway, um, corporate events, fashion shows, uh, that kind of stuff. And then there was this pandemic thing that happened. Don't know if you heard of it. Um, no, no, I actually, uh, I was in a, I was in a, I was in a brick, brick and mortar coma for, yeah, for, you were, you were, uh, you were out of all <laughs> events at that point. Um, and I, I, that job went away. Um, and so I had to figure out something else to do. So I was a handyman for a while. I was doing some freelance writing for a while. Um, and then I found this kind of like solar industry and I was like, oh man, my old job was like helping rich people waste money, uh, for like a one night event or a one day event. And, um, <laughs> now my job is like helping normal folks save money on their day to day lives and also helping the environment instead of throwing away literally hundreds of pounds of lumber and metal after each event, uh, which is what we were doing before. So, um, damn, damn, a lot better. I'll, I'll, I would have loved to have had a dump truck after those events, you know, fucking come pick up some fucking metal and fucking lumber from you. Oh yeah. Well, I would, I would call my buddies in Brooklyn. Let me tell you. And I'd be like, listen, we just dumped off like 500 pounds of steel. If you guys want to come pick it up, <laughs> like it's right here outside the venue. <laughs> um, and that happened all the Hell time, yeah. all the time. Hell um, yeah. But yeah, so um, that was, uh, that was my old job and now I'm doing the solar thing, which I kind of love. Um, and I'm in New Jersey. I'm New Jersey based. Um, that means I'm only I'm, about three hours away from but, my. Robot hold on, hold on. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this uh, mm -hmm. in the most southern way. Bless your heart. Right. <laughs> For living in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, What part of Jersey? South Jersey. So we're, um, we're south of Philadelphia. So basically, like my wife always don't, jokes that that South Jersey is the South. Don't tell um, me you're in Pine Hill. Or I'm not. Vineyard. No, no. I'm actually like not far outside of Ireland. Um, okay. But uh, my wife always jokes that South Jersey is like the South. And that is true, man. There are like Confederate flags all over here. And I recently like found out it's because this was a war like uh, prison camp for like during the Civil War. And a lot of those Confederate families just stayed <laughs> like in this area. So um, there's a whole lot of folks that are like die, die hard riding those uh the stars and bars and all that around here south will rise again exactly yeah which i thought was weird <laughs> like i was like why is all this like confederate stuff going on in south jersey and now i know why it's because this used to be a prison camp and they all just well, stayed 
well, when I lived in South Jersey, uh, it was uh, <laughs> far from that. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, uh, you know, Pine Hill right outside Philly. Um, and it was it was nice when I lived there. When mm-hmm. we went back to go visit three years later, it was the projects. So yes, uh, <laughs> and that happens in Jersey so quickly, like literally, like instantaneously. You're just like, oh crap, that neighborhood was like super nice. Literally last year, what happened? Um, there's boarded up houses and shits on fire. It's like it's instantaneous here. Yeah, it's fucking. Like we went back to visit, and we went to the. Uh, we went to the the flea market we always went to and there was like a fucking mugging like while we were there and shit and i was like what the (laughs) fuck happened to pine hill like what the fuck is this shit (laughs) and then you know the typical the typical excuse you know that like locals anywhere fucking have is like oh well it's just the people from the city coming out here and it's like no no these are these are your people these are yeah this is is what happened to your (laughs) community my friend yeah totally (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. I live like not far from a place called Bridgeton, and uh, you can tell it used to have money. You can tell it used to be okay, and now it is not. Um, and it is like the pride that that community still has and where they live is there, but like, wow, it is misplaced. Um, I mean, that's it's most of Jersey. Sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, so what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about robots? You want to talk about council stuff? I'm totally down for whatever. I mean, we can talk about what the fuck ever. Hold on. There was, hold on. There was a news thing that I did want to bring up. Oh, oh, you might be proud of me. So, dude, I, I have been fucking slamming the shit out of uh, libs of TikTok, right? Account yeah. On Twitter because yeah. they posted a, fu- like, I know, like, I, I agree with a lot of, like, what, you know they're they're kind of saying you know like the thesis you know, of love lives of tiktok is not bad like what their, their yeah. goal is isn't a bad thing i agree yeah yeah and, and and but like she posted this video from virginia and is like this is what they're trying to do this uh and it it said uh a little girl hands a hands a um hands of fucking uh oh my god uh what do you call it not 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 fucking we were talking about it yesterday sydney what's the fucking uh uh drag queen hands of drag queen money at a sexual show right but i'm like where in virginia was this where's the video like this is like a out of context screenshot of a tiktok i don't see any money being exchanged between the two like could you cite some fucking sources like and where in virginia because like I'm here. Like I, I, I'm interested. Like I, I would here. probably have heard about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like there's, there's like, there's fucked up shit like going on, like Loudoun County. Like they had this, uh, you probably heard about it made national headlines, but like they had this like trans kid who sexually assaulted, uh, like they, they allowed, you know, born male to go into female bathroom. He sexually assaulted females. And then, they fucking like buried the story mm-hmm. and he yep. was able to go to another school and then did the same thing. <laughs> and then the shit blew up and like, so like, you know, there's real shit like that. And then it's like, you know, I don't know her, her Sydney and I got into a debate last night that like, I, you know, I don't believe that drag in and of itself is sexual. She thinks that it is. And I'm like, yeah, it, but I'm going to have to agree with her. And in, inherently it is. 
Um, that is part of, I mean, it is a sexual identity performance, right? Um, oh, yes, but not, not, does it like, have to be, is it like, it, and there's, there's levels and degrees, right? Is yeah. it as sexual as going to a strip, a strip show? No. Is it sexual as in this person is flaunting their femininity as a male and doing so in an evocative way? Yeah. Yeah. And that's sexual. And that's part of the, the thing. You're liberating your sexual desires as a direct performer, I, right? I, I, I don't like this. She's sitting there fucking shaking her head yes at me. Uh, like, and, and, and that's, and, 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 by the way, that doesn't to mean. What, to what you're saying. By the way, and like, let's talk about like old performances like vaudeville. Same thing, right? Like, it's still, that doesn't mean that vaudeville performances weren't child friendly. It just means that there's a sexual element to them, right? If you look at the Muppet Show, Miss Piggy is a sexual character. It's yeah. still child oh, friendly. Hands you know down. what I mean? Like, like it's still child friendly. Kids can watch Miss Piggy and not like be corrupted. Um, yeah. So, like, there, there's degrees there, and that's the same thing with drag shows. Some drag shows are a lot more sexual than others. If you go to, like, a drag library reading, it's not going to be as sexual as a drag show at a club, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that, they're totally different performances for totally different audiences. But that, yeah. that sexual nature is part of that performance because it's about sexual liberation. It is about expressing your sexuality in a uh, taboo, a different, a, a non-traditional way. And that's okay. That's, like what drag is about that's the art form yeah yeah that yeah that that that's my that's my take on most of it and you know and like don't get me wrong if i see like a video of like like that fucking uh that one young kid that like got into drag and they like were taking him to like literal fucking strip joints in california and shit during yeah, pride that's month not like okay. that like the, yeah that shit is fucked like <laughs> you know like you know grooming grooming him her whatever what have you like to you know yeah and like fucking throwing dollar bills at him shit yeah that, that god damn the, like, that's, that's totally that's just, yeah. Just fucked yeah and that's it's all about degrees right like everything comes down to like a series of degrees and th that was that's way beyond the line of it being okay um but like miss piggy's not <laughs> right miss piggy's fine well uh, i don't know i hold on hold the fuck up because there 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 are miss piggy fucking bits that are a little a, a little a little too risque <laughs> in my opinion well it's also like i mean you have kids like there's stuff the kids are gonna get and there's stuff the kids are not gonna get and it's okay because the the, the adults watching are gonna get the joke and it's gonna be yeah, fine it's not gonna traumatize the kids like yes. that's half of the movies from our childhood when you watch them as an adult you're like holy shit <laughs> That joke yeah, is crazy. Yeah. Why did I never Shit, know about even, that? Even, even, even fucking Ad Adventure Time, dude. Like, the first season of Adventure Time is fucking nothing but fucking innuendos and shit that, like, you don't realize unless you're an adult. <laughs> like, you're like, oh. No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, like, and that show just gets weirder and weirder as it goes on. Oh, but I love yes. it. Uh, 100%. Like, and that's like, that's the problem with these conversations, especially when you talk about it on cable news. And I'm not even going to like, you know, single out one cable news network over the other. I think they've all proven to be equally incompetent by now. Oh, um, by far. The, like, they just want to boil it down to the simplest freaking terms and the nuance of the conversation just goes away. You can't talk about the fact that Miss Piggy is appropriate <laughs> and some drag performances might be appropriate and some might not. Because that's too much nuance. People want to just be like, drag is evil or drag is fine and all drag is good. And it's like, well, that's not yeah. true, dude. Like, I would not take my child to a drag show at a drag club 
But would I take my child to a drag reading at a library for kids? Yes, I would. Like, I would have no problem with that. And by the way, I have. Um, and it's fine. Like, I've never seen anything inappropriate there. If I did, I would take my kids away from that because I am an overly sensitive parent when it comes to the media that my children consume. And I don't let mm -hmm. them, like, my kids don't watch WWE. You know what I mean? My kids don't watch, like, a lot of things that I think might be detrimental to their development and whatnot. Oh, um, you're, one of, you're one of those parents. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm very much so. Do, 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 do they call you the Iron Cross? They do not. No, 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 they don't. No. No, and I'm telling my kids about it, too. I'm like, hey, so we're not going to watch this because I don't think it's appropriate for your development, and these are the reasons why. Like, I'm 100%, like, you know, I'm open and honest with them Yeah, no, it. yeah, and, and I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Like, I might, I might disagree with, like, censoring things from them because, like, like, how my parents always put it is I'm going to watch things that I'm going to watch. Okay. Like, and if they stop me from watching it, then it's a closed conversation. Totally. You know, like, like, you know, then I'm hiding shit from them. And then, you know, and then there's all this, this whole realm of secrecy and it just leads to bad things later in life. Totally. Whereas and like, for me, whereas it's like, like, if I'm like, Hey, I'm watching this. And my parents are like, well, let's talk about this. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And my kids are younger too. You know, my, my son's eight he, and my daughter's six. Like, um, so that, I think that'll be a totally different conversation when they're older. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. like right now it's like, Hey guys, this isn't appropriate for you. These are the reasons why. And they'll be like, well, some of our friends at school are watching it. And I'm like, okay, their parents are making those decisions and that's totally okay. There's nothing wrong with those decisions. We're making this decision and this is why, um, like they were watching, you know, they were getting into YouTube channels where they were watching people play video games and they were watching um, like Five Nights at Freddy's videos and they were getting scared. And I was yeah. like, hey, guys, we tried that. It didn't work. You're getting nightmares now. Let's just put this on hold. We'll try this again when you're a little bit older. <laughs> like, totally fine. And so my son thought he couldn't watch any videos where people played video games. Well, he's been really into Minecraft lately. Um, and I was like, you know, you're allowed to watch people play Minecraft, right? Like, if you want to watch like a video where somebody plays Minecraft, that's totally allowed because that's you like learning tips, learning tricks, learning something about a game that you're currently playing. You weren't even playing Five Nights at Freddy's. You were just watching those videos and getting freaked out and not sleeping at night. And he was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, cool. So it's all about having the, like, open, <laughs> honest conversations with him. You know what I mean? Like, you got to just be able to explain it, like, point blank. Yeah. This is, well, this is maybe, this. maybe if you had taken your, your iron approach at that, you know, wouldn't have this sad story about the dog dying in Minecraft. and, and, and <laughs> That poor kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, so let me let me tell that story right now. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it was so sad. It was so sad. So uh, my son's gotten into Minecraft, and you know, part of like Minecraft is you can um, tame wolves, and they become your pets. So he tamed his first wolf, and uh, named it Wolfie, and he loved Wolfie. They play together all the time, and he took Wolfie out on an adventure with him. And as they were walking past some lava, Wolfie fell in, and Hudson comes to talk to me, and he says, "Hey, man, um, Wolfie's not." respawning back at the base what's going on and i was like i don't know let me ask some friends so i like posted in the council video game group the the gamers alliance just being like hey guys a non-minecraft player here my kid's really into minecraft got a question about this uh, my son's wolf and you know that's where i learned the sad news that wolfie is actually gone forever um, so a lot of Kyles were super supportive. They were just jumping in to help. They were like, listen, man, this is what you can do. You could go, you know, find another wolf. You could put the same collar on it. You could train it. You could make it like, he'll never know the difference or, and I was like listening to this and I was like, no, I can't do that. Like that, this has to be a real 
conversation with Hudson. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I was one, I was one of the ones that told you, like, no, nah, like, you need to, yeah, no, you need I to was, be honest I, and you got to tell him know. what happened. Yeah, so yeah. I, I told him, I was like, listen, I talked to a lot of people who've played Minecraft for a long time. Um, and he goes, were they your Kyles? And I said, yes, they were my Kyles. <laughs> um, and uh, he said, okay, what did they say? And I said, listen, so they explained to me that the AI on the wolves specifically is not that smart. And sometimes they will run into lava accidentally, especially if you are like at a line of sight in front of them and the lava is between you and them. Mm -hmm. And he said, so what does that mean? And I said, it means that your friend Wolfie is gone forever. And I'm really sorry, bud. And he cried and I cried and we printed off a picture of like, we found a picture of the same wolf on um, Google images. We printed it off. I got him a frame for it. Wolfie is like hanging up in memoriam in his bedroom right now. Um, <laughs> he still talks about Wolfie sometimes. Like it's really like, it was a big moment for him. And um, you know, like no joke, he lost, like we lost a family member, our aunt Nancy, like two, three weeks after that. And the experience with Wolfie actually helped him process Oh, yeah. losing uh his aunt like it was crazy um like and my wife by the way who is a therapist and like knows all of the the things about child's brains that i don't was like hey you did everything right and i was like yes i mean <laughs> um so yeah it was it was a good moment though like video games are great for kids if you ask me they can learn a lot from them oh yeah uh it, and you know i i think our gen our generation is uh was the learning curve yeah for sure <laughs> you know, for sure we were just told that you know told by some some people that their video games are evil and rot our brains and and then some people are like no they're a very good learning tool and we we're like well which one and it's like fucking you know it's a nuanced it's a, thing yeah. it's a nuanced thing you know like uh call of duty is straight up propaganda they're trying to get your children to go to war um, but yep. the, you know, like video games are not all bad. <laughs> they, you building something in Minecraft is educational. You learn a lot from that. Well, you know, what's crazy is like, like full combat Sims do the opposite. So I, I don't know. Uh, I've played onward on the VR and like, it's a, like literally the military uses onward to practice certain techniques and shit. And it's a fucking combat simulator it makes you not want to go to war <laughs> like it, wow. it, it makes like 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 where like it is just too realistic that it scares the fuck out of you and you're like ah, you yeah know, like if i actually got shot right there i'd be fucking dead like <laughs> whereas like you don't just respawn like you, know, right, you, get, you right. get killed like you're fucking you're, you're gone yeah yeah it shit fucking Man, there's just, there's just there's so many opportunities. Oh, um, okay, kind of related to that. So ChatGPT will mm -hmm. literally write fucking code for Unreal Game Engine. What, dude? <laughs> like you can't you can't ask it like, hey, uh, generate this for you know like generate this. MMO, right? You have to like sure. ask, you'd be like, okay, uh, generate a file and like it'll reference the previous ones that you generate too. So it's like generate um, AI interactions uh, .cs for Unreal Game Engine referencing previous file. And like, if dude, like what would take fucking a year can take you like a day. <laughs> like, 
It writes it in C++. It'll write, it'll fucking write blueprint instructions for Unreal Engine. It's fucking nutty. Nutty. I, I actually made Pong in JavaScript just by asking it to make Pong in JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, this whole thing is so, like, uh, my other podcast, so I'm on a podcast called Behind the Bots. Um, we interview like the kind of like the top competitors and minds in the combat robotics industry. And, um, uh, my co-hosts are all in creative tech jobs, right? Like two of them mm -hmm. work for IBM doing design work. One of them is a technical writer and he's done technical writing for like a lot of startups. All of their jobs can be automated now, all of them. Um, and like when mm -hmm. we first met, I was the one with the manual labor. I build the scenery. I do the, the fabricating, like, you know, not that they look down on me, but like I had the, the, like the, the, the job that gave me calloused hands and they were the ones with the cushy techie jobs. Right. Uh -huh. And, uh, now it's all flipped. Now they're all deathly afraid of their, their life for their livelihoods. They're all like super worried about it all the time. We had this rant on our last podcast where they went on for like 20 or 30 minutes about how scary it is right now for them. Um, so, you know, I'm not revealing anything they haven't already said publicly, but, uh, yeah. but I was like, I never thought about it. You know what I mean? Like I thought that the manual labor jobs would be the ones to go. That would be the ones that are like the, the robots are taking that stuff over. No way, man. It is those white collar cushy jobs that are the most at risk right now. But see, but see this thing, like you just have to adapt. So like, so like currently, right. Uh, like for example, like web design, the AI still can't, it has a problem understanding layout functions. It has a problem understanding design. So there's still that aspect. Um, the backend development part, you know, it's got down packed, but what pro like programmers are afraid to utilize it instead of like, they're like, Oh my God, it's going to take my job. It's like, no, use it to fucking be the best at your job right now. So that like you're out doing everyone. You see what I'm saying? Like yep. they're like they they think that it's like you know it's cheating. It's like no, fucking use it. It's a fucking tool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's like yeah, saying it's, tool, it's like you still it's, have it's, to check it. You still have to work it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like saying don't use a fucking computer to write code. Like to to, <laughs> to check your code. Hey, don't right. don't get me fucked up. I learned C sharp while in jail with nothing but a fucking like I literally would send my friend. Uh, my my like test worksheets and shit and he would put them in to make sure that i didn't have any syntax errors and shit and, wow. and, and send them back yeah so like it's possible to fucking learn without a fucking computer <laughs> but you know I, I had fucking like nine months straight and i'm like ah fuck it i'm just gonna teach myself c sharp it took it took two months just to get the book in because it came with a cd and they fucking confiscated the whole book and I had to, like, write a letter to the director of the fucking entire jail. And he, like, brought me into the office. He was like, you know, we don't know. We normally won't get this back to you. But uh, here you go. Like, you know, it's for learning purpose. I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker, dude. I, I could have killed somebody with that book, though. It was, like, it was, like, that fucking thick. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's it fucking great. <laughs> oh, there is. Yeah, okay, so the, 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 okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the. I think you're right, but also like that period of adjustment is scary for a group of people that have had the same workflow, the same lives for 20, 30 years now at this point. I mean, we've had the internet for how long we've had like that kind of like computer aided design type of work and that kind of stuff for how long now, like 
it's all going to change. Everything's going to change for them. And it's quite an adaptation. You know what I mean? And that's like, see, it, it, people, people, ask, their people, jobs. people ask me at work all the time. They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like you're, you're like, you fucking can design video games. You can fucking design websites. You can, you know, like, you can fucking develop databases and shit. I'm like, because I'm here because if the construction industry falls out, I have that. If the, if uh, if yep. the fucking tech industry falls out, I have the construction industry. Like you know, like I yeah. I, I have to have you a can support your family no matter what. Totally, do, yeah. yeah. Nope, I agree oh, with that one hundred percent. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, it's scary right now. Um, they're even like we're talking about automation as part of robot driving now. Um, so there's this robot that is competing at the lower weight classes. Uh, it's called Project Liftoff. And they have an offshoot of their robot that is um, completely autonomous. So it's super basic right now. The thing can um, detect basically movement and walls, not even really walls that well, but movement. And you could put it into two different modes. And one of them is basically always attacking. And one of them is basically like always dodging. Um, and what they're trying to do now is try to integrate those two into like kind of a combined algorithm or combined platform to make some decisions on its own uh super early development but the things like current win loss record is like um six and five like <laughs> it's doing pretty good against humans you know <laughs> like it's yeah. doing pretty good um and with that type of a robot so that's a melty brain style spinner so what that means is the entire robot spins on just two wheels and then the entire outside of the robot is a blade or a weapon Okay. So it spins in place very quickly. And by kind of changing the pulse on each motor, like if you make the left motor pulse slightly less than the right motor, it'll start to turn to the left. You make the right motor pulse slightly less, you know, it turns to the right. So there's programming already involved in creating one of these melty brain spinners. Um, and so like, if you add this AI element into it, what it prevents is the, these like, when you're driving a melty brain, you have to use these tiny little movements. You have to be so gentle with it. It's like having your controller sensitivity turned all the way up, right? Uh -huh. um, so if you could just program in some, like, essentially some cheat codes, right? Like we used to do on the video games back in the day. You would, like, program in macros. Um, then you could just, like, pro program in a right hook and then a spin around to the backside of the robot. And you could just flip that switch and the robot does that real quick. Um, instead of having to like try to use these gentle little movements while you're super stressed out, while you're trying to drive the robot, while you're trying to pay attention to what the other opponent is doing. Um, so that's like their ultimate end goal. But right now they're like creating this like autonomous system to lead them down that path and get them to where they can kind of program those macros out and make those macros. It's crazy. Um, just to see how effective it is now, even at its most basic level. Um, and I think that like that's part of it's inherent in the design of a melty brain, but like it's not far off from being applicable to other robot designs at all. And that's going to change our sport completely. <laughs> like, completely. Yeah. If humans well, aren't driving these things anymore, like that's going to change I, everything. I mean, but that wouldn't be fun. You know what I mean? Like, like to you know, degree, it, yeah. it, it, it would have to be like its own league. Like, you know, like you'd have to be like, you know, here's the here's the fucking you know tweaked AI league, and here's like the fucking you know the the, the human league, and maybe yeah. there's like a championship, like you know, like a like a like a AFC NFC fucking championship, you know, like the Super Bowl. <laughs> the best human goes as the best human versus the best robot. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like that idea. That's a really yeah. funny idea. Yeah. I coined it. I coined it. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, it's on recording. We got it. We got it. It's a really good idea. It's a, it like that sport has been, um, like I've been fascinated with combat robotics since I was like in high school and I'm 40 now. Um, and it's having this like amazing renaissance, not just because like BattleBots on TV, but because of like the NHRL league that I'm in. Um, there's a couple of leagues out in California that are doing really, really well. There's a couple of like touring leagues in Great Britain that are doing really well. And China has like exploded in the combat robotics space. They have events and leagues and TV shows and stuff all the time. Um, so it's you, been you like, would you would you would do a fucking plug in for China on the podcast. You fucking commie. No, I'm talking. <laughs> I am not a communist. I am definitely not a communist. Um, and I am no fan of the CCP, but I am a fan of innovative people. And there are a lot of them in the combat robotics space in China. Um, yeah, and all I've... of them have to have like a VPN so they can communicate with us. Right. Cause like most of the combat robotics world communicates through Facebook. Um, so it's really funny. Cause like all of our friends in the leagues in China, when they communicate with us, it's totally like from old profiles on Facebook and like the middle of the night at weird hours because they're trying to do it when they're not going to get caught on their VPNs. It's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, starvation is a hell of a motivator. <laughs> no, these are, these are like uh, engineer folks. These are folks that have real jobs that make good money. And I, I do. Yeah. Combat robotics is a privileged sport for sure. There, it is. Uh, there is not a lot of people that are poor. We're in Dude. this, uh, in this sport. I, uh, I, I fucking, what was the, the fuck, oh, like the big giant fucking pizza cutter robot from fucking BattleBots back in the day. I, I, I got oh, like the, about nightmare. Maybe. It, yeah. It was like, like it has uh, a giant, like giant wheel and it's kind of got like three wheels that it rolls around on. And then, um, yes, 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 yes. I, I had like, I, cause I was a huge fucking BattleBots fan. Yep. And, uh, my mom like got me the kit that you like made the fucking, the, the shit but it, it didn't have it didn't have a remote control like you just turn it on and it would just like go around and fucking <laughs> <laughs> shred up stuff in your bedroom <laughs> yes yes uh my mom didn't appreciate like the fucking you know duct taping razor blades to it and shit like that so of course it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny so there's Dude, a live yeah. show battlebots has a live show in vegas that actually just opened last night and um the they have nightmare as part of the live show nightmare is no longer a competitive robot on BattleBots. um like that design has been essentially like proven to be completely ineffective in modern competition yeah um, but they do have a version of it in the the live show that competes and they will put it up against kind of some other older robot designs because it's so iconic because people like it so much yeah um so it's cool it's cool to see it kind of back and doing its thing uh, the first couple of like pre-shows, they had it going up against a slot machine and just tearing a slot machine full of fake money completely <laughs> apart in the arena. And it, it was pretty sweet. It was actually pretty sweet. It is crazy. Like you don't realize like how big some of those fucking robots are until like you see it like next to fucking uh, like their maker. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're like, you're like, because yeah. because like all the TV screen, it looks like the little fucking small robots. And then like you see like after the after after the fucking show and they're like. You know, almost man size sometimes. Like it's just crazy. There's a there's a robot right now that's a competitor called Mammoth, and Mammoth is six foot tall. Jesus um, Christ! Yeah, it looks like it's built kind of like a scaffolding, and it has uh, it's it's got a trunk, like its weapon is trunk shaped, and it uses it to flip other robots around. 
Um, but like seeing the the team roll it out into the arena, it's crazy because it's like it's straight up six foot tall. It's like four and a half feet wide. It's huge. Yeah, some of the designs are like fucking just nutty, nutty. I'm like, how the fuck, like, how the fuck do you even come up with that? <laughs> it's part of why I love the sport, man. It's part of why I love the sport. The the designs are the best part. Um, and like, you know, you have like, what's great about the sport right now is there's a great mix of people who are building the alt, the meta, right? Like building what works and building it really, really well. And like kind of fine tuning it like F like, um, you know, like F1 racing, you know what I mean? They're just like fine tuning it and fine tuning it and fine tuning it and making it perfect. And then there's also this entire other group of people that are just building nutty stuff, building weird stuff, like implementing strange ideas that are probably not going to work because sometimes those ideas work and turn into absolute gold. Um, the most meta robot in all of combat robotics right now is this three pound robot called Lynx built by a guy named Calvin Eba. It is tiny. It is tight. It is compact. Its weapon is super powerful. It's like driving is so fast. It's really hard to actually perceive its movements. Um, the only thing that beats it by the way is a uh -huh. giant double blade spinner with no wheels named Droopy that has a face on it that looks like it's just annoyed at being there. And it runs off of basically two prop motors for, um, for like a high powered drone and then AR 500 blades that actually will float one side of the robot up to make it walk. And then the other side will float up to make it walk. And so it just kind of lumbers towards its opponents at like a slow speed. That you... thing breaks the Lynx's weapon every single time they fight. The only way to kill a Lynx is with a Droopy. And it's so funny because Droopy is nothing close to the meta, right? It is just so silly looking. It makes no sense at all. It doesn't look aggressive. It doesn't look badass. Meanwhile, Lynx is this tight little, it looks like a sports car. It's got a very powerful uh, vertical spinner weapon on the front of it. It's like super scary and vicious. And it's how just you, getting how, ripped how apart it? by like Droopy. Lynx, L-Y-N-X. L-Y-N-X, okay. No, because yeah. I'm screen sharing. I want to try and... Uh... <sighs> I, yeah, Lynx is like okay. deathly, like terrifying. It's one of the best robots that has ever been. It is the best, like three pound it's, robot. It's, it's, it's very small. It's got like orange little fucking uh, yep. wedges on the front, and it. Okay. Yep. Yep. All and right. that weapon yeah. in the front of it is called an egg beater spinner, and the reason that it's so powerful is those kind of like blades at the ends of it. Mm -hmm. All of the mo like the moment of impact happens there, so it's really great at distributing that moment of impact to those teeth, and so it yeah. just launches people across the arena. Um, and they, they it, if they're on a metal floor, which everybody on the West Coast kind of uses metal arena floors, they have a really powerful magnet system that holds it down at like hundreds of pounds. Um, and then if they're in the, oh, shit. the East Coast, they have a they have these metal cleat wheels that they put on that actually will dig into the plywood floors that we use on the East Coast. So it use they call them plywood magnets. Like and Calvin's one of the guys that kind of came up with this concept and perfected it. Um, and Lynx has won the world championship for the three pound fights, uh, two years in a row now. And the one year that they didn't, when they competed in it was because Droopy beat them. Droopy just hasn't competed since then. Um, and it's so funny to me, right? Like Lynx is this like incredibly overly engineered, badass piece of machinery defeated by a fully 3d printed weird looking thing called Droopy. <laughs> it's like, so strange. I'm trying to find Droopy right now. Oh, I might what be able to send you a link. Well, yeah. Uh... The NHRL website's going to have a good picture of Droopy. I'll, I'll get you. Oh, a NH it, okay. Uh, NHRL. Yeah, it's actually the first thing that comes up on our, on the NHRL wiki. 
D-R-O-O-D-Y. It looks sad. Does it look it sad? It looks so sad. It doesn't want to be there. Okay. It doesn't want to fight. It's seen some shit, <laughs> it, it, man. It, it, looks like, it looks like a fucking fleshlight with blades. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. 100%. <laughs> yes. And it's printed yeah. gears, and it's like it's like these giant wet – and so there's no wheels on that, right? So those blades just spin at alternating speed. So one side lifts up and moves forward. The other side lifts up and moves forward, and that's how it kind of lumbers around the box. And this thing is the – like it's currently not really ranked because it hasn't fought in a little while, but this is like the Lynx killer. If you need to kill a Lynx, you bring a Droopy, and it's awesome. <laughs> Shit, 2020 is fucking uh, 10 and 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, that's crazy. Yep, and Tommy Wong is, um, like, really, he's pretty famous in the combat robotics space for building something called Surrender Bots, uh, which are, like, the most powerful combat robot you can make out of cardboard. Right? He's that kind of guy. He just wants to see how it goes. (laughs) Droopy NHRO... Let's see if there's any, uh, yeah, there's a video. I want to, oh, I want to see this now. How it moves. Yeah. 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 There's Uh, even, um, yeah. Droopy versus links. Yeah. That's on their, uh, on the, the wiki page too. It's like the first fight for them that comes up. Uh, hold on. Why is this fucking? Dismiss. Okay, isn't it? Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm announcing that match. I'm not sure. The streams are like twelve yes. hours long. I believe you are. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, the streams are like twelve hours long. So this is um, like a three minute I'm... clip. Yep. Uh, yeah, the fights are three minutes. It's just like um, it's a three minute like the, the you know you have three uh, minutes to, to win. It's almost the same rules. Don't tell combat robotics people that. They hate it. They hate the comparison, but it's almost the same rules. Holy shit. (laughs) Fucking Lynx is fucking nutty. Oh, yeah, dude. It's how fast it is. Oh, dude. So, like, okay, so Droopy, like, runs on those blades? No, no. Those blades. Like, he can't. No, but he can. Like, like, that design is fucking. If he gets flipped upside down? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. What the fuck? That's that's crazy. This is why I like the three-pound weight class, dude. It's so much more fun. Like, the power-to-weight huh. ratio of these bots is insane. So, so Drewby's got like rare earth metal fucking magnets on the bottom. Uh, Lynx does. Um, oh, Lynx in does. most of their competitions, yeah. So Lynx has the has rare earth, but only when they're in competitions that have metal floors. On the East okay. Coast, we run all of our competitions on plywood floors. So they run. So people will run like um, squishy wheels, or like um, what Lynx has now started doing is running cleated wheels. So the cleats, the wheels are actually look like wagon wheel spokes. And they dig into the floor as they're driving around. Like, imagine it like a saw blade, but all the saw, like, points are straight instead of, like, angled backwards to cut into material. They're, they're meant to stab into the material. So they stab into the wood mm-hmm. as they're driving. So it's like wheeled cleats. It's phenomenal. And um, Calvin's one of the guys that came up with the concept. 
now it's used all the time. Like almost everybody, if you want to be competitive on the East Coast with plywood floors, you have to use them. That's fucking nuts. Yep. This, this, yeah, is the funniest, the... this is the funniest battle ever. Like, Droopy's just like waddling over. <laughs> oh, like... yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like if they fought five times, Droopy would win four. <laughs> right like that is yeah. it's just and it's a rock paper scissors thing you you put links in there against anybody else they are going to win nine times out of ten but going up against droopy there's just something about droopy's design that always defeats a links always defeats a links it's crazy yeah huh and i love like one of the things i love about this sport is i've always been a fan of combat sports right i've always loved mma i've always loved boxing but man, watching a combat sport where nobody's getting CTE is it feels good on your soul. Yeah. Oh, uh yeah, I just remembered one of the things I wanted to bring up. Um Oh, how do I stop screen sharing? Um stop sharing. There we go. Um Okay, now where did you go? I should still be here. Uh Oh, your internet connection is just uh, kind of fucked, so it, like, removed the video preview. Oh, yeah, Riverside does that automatically. Okay. Um, So, uh, today, today is the day of hate, sir. Yes, I've heard about this. To to every media outlet. um, So, I I figured I'd ask a, uh, I'd ask a, you know, um, uh, you know, middle-aged uh, white nationalists um, like yourself. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, no, but like, dude, here's the thing that always weirds me out is like this, this, a story like this comes out every like three months. Okay. Sure. And, yep. and then it's literally almost word for word posted by every single mainstream media outlet. And then all the little ones. And it's just like, I, I, fucking the only reason i saw it is because spike cohen said something funny on twitter about it and i was like oh god i gotta yeah and then when you go to the actual event 12 people show up yeah like like in every major city white nationalists are gathering in mass for their day of hate and it's like you know those 12 people probably wouldn't have even known what the fuck was going on and they went there because they saw this fucking article and they're like fuck might as well go. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Totally. And, like, half of them are probably not even that serious about it. Like, yeah, that's that's just been a a really interesting thing about our modern phenomenon of, of media culture right now. Um, <clears throat> you know, playing these things up as if it's a big threat. And, you know, there are, like, white nationalist groups. They just are online. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, yeah. it, it exists. Obviously, you and I have been on, have spent a fair amount of time on 4chan. We know where these people are. We know who these yeah. people are. We know there aren't a small number of them. They exist. But they're also not going to go out to a big event. <laughs> like, they're not those kind of nerds, right? Or no, uh, what's the term, right? A nerd is somebody who goes to conventions. A geek is somebody who's too socially awkward. They're geeks. They're not going to go out to the convention. Yeah. Like. They're gonna stay home and have their horrible views and and express them online well, and, to their and, to the people and, and, that share them with them. And don't get don't get me wrong, like I you know I literally have you know encountered like the NSM eighty eight in right. fucking DC and shit like that. Like they exist, totally. But like 
but like you know far before their events that their events are happening because yes. they they go and they file for permits yes <laughs> like, they, yes they, they're you know they they're they're actual nazis they they believe in paperwork and keeping yep. record <laughs> no yeah you're totally right you're totally right um yeah no you're totally right very very um, very, yeah. very 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 not very often is there this fucking you know these national socialists that are like yeah we're just gonna fucking you know flash mob dc with fucking torches and fucking crosses and 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 go and round up jews like it's just it just doesn't doesn't happen like that <laughs> no no it is weird like the the panics that we've been seeing lately like there was the like there's been all that satanic panic stuff wait what the, yeah, the Grammys. The Grammys kind of restarted a satanic panic situation. Oh God! Um, I, I, with like all the all these conservative like media pundits being like, hey, they're all wearing red, and their symbolism is Satan, and blah, and they're like, uh, even the Super Bowl halftime show is like, like listening to it. I felt like I was in 1983 again. Um, okay, it was like, and, bro. And at the same time, though, like the fucked up thing is, is like I see where their minds are and how they could perceive things in and like it the other side of that this issue doesn't help because <laughs> like you know i mean some of you know some of them fucking probably are promoting that because they're fucking insane and, and and then like you know and then some of them are just like producing music and dancing and and being creative and and it's like oh god they're fucking yeah the, the satanists are coming out and they're turning the fucking they're, they're trying to brainwash your children <laughs> that's a really good jones impression actually oh um, yeah <laughs> still my, my claim to fame is that i called him a cuck to his face i mean I, I will always always be so proud of myself actually <laughs> i barely even know knew who he was and uh it was just like a joke in this anarchist group that i was a part of for years that you know at alex jones is a cuck and so like um so when i saw him i was like hey alex what i was like you're a fucking cuck it, and it was just it, it's, <laughs> it, it was fucking great dude he was like it, but like i'll give the man credit he was he had this lady hooked to his arm there are fucking like 1500 black lives matter protesters like like old school chain to each other blocking yep. the entrance to trump's inauguration and he's just fucking barreling through him with his lady in tow like who hit this goddamn woman i'm gonna find the motherfucker and I'm like, Dude, I'm wow <laughs> and like metropolitan police is like mr jones you cannot be here like you have to no you have to leave he's like, i'm not fucking going anywhere until i find the motherfucker why aren't you looking for him like <laughs> There are there are like those kinds of pundits, right? And like I'm not even talking about political ideology, but like people that make a living off of being like loud personalities or like causing a, a, like culture war controversy, right? Um, there's like yeah. three categories of them. You have the true believers. You have the people playing a character for money, uh -huh. and then you have the people who just kind of fell into this and like they believe some of what they say that some of it they don't right so you got like tucker carlson tucker carlson is i think falls into that like he fell into this and now he believes some of what he says some of it he doesn't he's like oh i gotta juice the the controversy you know like this week next week i'll chill it out a little bit like whatever um then you have people like hannity who are true believers that guy believes everything he says 
Um, and then you have uh, people like Rush Limbaugh was, where he was just playing a character for money. I don't know. I think Alex Jones, like depending on what era of his career you look at, has been all three. Okay, so, like, so, I mean, Alex Jones' early years, very much real like, journalist. Yes, yes, yeah, real, real journalist, investigative journalist. Like, yes, really good at it. <laughs> and what I think happened is, I think some, you know, they got to him. Um, yeah. you know, especially after Bohemian Grove, you know, things like that. Like they, they probably threatened his family, <laughs> you know, and they're like, sure, they're like, you know, and they're they're like, okay, you're gonna be our co intel pro, so you know, you you're gonna be misinformation, and, and with a hint of truth. You know, because that's right. the best misinformation is is with the shredded truth, but then you exaggerate it to make it seem absolutely fucking one hundred percent nutty. Yeah, um, and it's yeah, I don't know. And then and then like I think I think after Sandy Hook, he was just like, no, fuck this shit. Like this shit's happening. I'm I'm done. I'm done censoring myself, except for saying that like you know things didn't happen that happened. And, uh, <laughs> and, and now he's just like, he, he, he's, I think he's having a mental health crisis and he is, I mean, he's having admit. an alcohol problem and a mental health yeah. problem. Like he's talked about it. He's talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I followed him pretty closely for a long time. Like I, I was, you know, I'm old enough to remember when the Bohemian Grove thing hit. Um, and like, you know, I have always been fascinated with conspiracy theorists, um, mainly because I think that they like are their own worst enemy in a lot of ways. The conspiracies are all out in the open, bro. Like it's pretty obvious. Like the, the government's not that great at <laughs> being sneaky. Um, like it's just, it's all out there. It's pretty hard to miss. It, the thing that the government's really good at is kind of glossing over it and pretending like it's not a big deal. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, nine 11, they, they, the, there's no way they let that happen. And then you find out like, Oh, they had all the Intel two weeks before they cleared out this building and like, Oh, they kind of let it happen. You know, yeah, it's talk, like, I've, okay. talk, I've, talk, I've talked about it on here and it's, yeah, you know, totally. Uh, it's like, it's like, like okay, my... that's not even conspiracy anymore. That's just, that's just, it's all out in the open, but they kind of gloss over. It's not that big of a deal anymore. Right. Like most people don't, don't care. Yeah. Um, and like the, when it comes to like, uh, like, did we lie to get into the Iraq war? Well, yeah, we lied to get in the Vietnam war. We lied to get into the, to the Iraq war. We lie to get into wars. That's what we do. Like that's, there's nothing. Yep. weird about we lied to get into world war Two. like we this is all out in the open now this is not sneaky like this is like we hold have on, the information hold on, hold on. stuff's been classified lied to get into world war Two. yeah what do you what do you, what do you mean um we knew that the japanese were going to bomb pearl harbor we oh were yeah okay 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 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah. thing it's the same I, I thought thing you were saying i thought you i thought you were about to go full fucking like fucking no no no, no, like, no like we knew, like, like planes never even fucking sunk no <laughs> sunk of course they did of course they did but there's but the, it's just as much a conspiracy to know an attack is coming know that that attack is going to cause your country to do something that you want them to do in a democratic yeah. country right and to let it happen mm. yep. um that's the same it's just as bad of a conspiracy it, it's is planning it all yourself and doing it yourself and planning it all yourself and doing it yourself is hard nobody can do that nobody's going to pull that off um, but they can just say, oh, that's going to happen. And this is what will happen as a result. Great. Let that shit go. <laughs> like, that's fine. Um, that's normal. That's like, that's, that's normal for our government now. 
That's uh, so. I I haven't asked you yet. How are you feeling about space? About aliens? About uh, about all these all these crafts and stuff? Um. Okay. Well, like which crafts? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question, right? We we talking about we talking about Chinese fucking low Earth orbiting fucking space balloons? Like we sure. talking? Uh, I mean that. I think the majority of that is actually absolute garbage. Uh, I think it's I I, I, th- I think it's personally scare tactics by our government to make it look like they're protecting us from some fucking evil fucking evil Chinese satcoms and like but you know there's literal Chinese satellites over our country every all day all day. Yeah. Um, now if they were like, oh, there's toxic gases being re-, like, yeah, that, that would be, or, you know, there's radioactive material being spread or, you know, COVID 3.0, uh, developed by fucking, uh, the NIH, but no, <laughs> 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 fucking you know, the Wuhan special, maybe that's how COVID was spread so quickly across the United States in the first place. And they just, you know, they just weren't worried about fucking weather balloons, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun theory. Um, yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah, I I know that it's another one of those nuanced conversation things, right? Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff, we have no idea why the radar profile looks the way it does. It, some of the stuff we've heard from the pilots, there was active jamming. Some of it's clearly balloons. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Some of it's clearly balloons. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird situation, especially now that we're in this era where the government's like, yep, there's shit we don't know about up there. Sorry, guys. We don't know what to tell you. It does stuff we don't understand. Well, um, you know, as far as like aliens go, like, you know, I my personal belief, like I believe in like in like seed theory. So like, you know, I, I believe that we were seeded in some way, shape or form, whether or not whether or not like, you know, uh, whether or not we like as in humans were or the material in which for life to be created, you know, through natural process was seeded here by some ancient alien culture. Are they observing? Maybe I'm not positive. You know, I do believe that the majority of, you know, human folklore, uh, human, you know, religion beliefs, and all of that stem from, you know, the, the, the last contacts that we had with our ancient alien ancestors. Totally. But, you know, that's, uh, because yeah, there's, I, there's too, there's too many, there's too many, there's too many of similarities across the entire globe during a time period that there wasn't an entire globe to these people. <laughs> you know, like most right. of these people never had any sort of cultural contact whatsoever and ha- share very similar creation stories, you know, and, and, and fucking, you know, similar gods and things of that nature. Yeah. I mean, and then you get into, you know, pyramid building and how that spread literally across the globe all around the same time. And then our, our decline in ability to build pyramids kind of happened all at the same time. Um, like all that's real weird too. You talk about like megalithic, uh, like buildings that are now, we know like 10,000, 11,000 years old, um, with like Obakla Tepe and other places like that. It's like, huh, this story is a lot more complicated than have you been, have you you been watching Graham Hancock's uh, show on Netflix? I loved his show. Yeah. He's such an interesting guy. 
Um, he's a showman, right? Like he's very much so a performer. And so like you, you do have to take what he says with some grains of salt, right? Because he is a performer. But, um, I think that his overall thesis is fascinating and I think there's a lot of really great evidence for it. And he has really smart people that are not performers that he works with, that he gets his information from. So, well, um, he's, yeah, he, overall, I mean, I he's, he's more, great. okay. So he's more, I would say he's more than a performer. He's just gotten good at performing. Sure, sure. I'm just saying, like, personality type. Personality type, he's very, like, he's performative. He's very, like, showman-like type of person. I'm not saying, like, that's his job. I'm saying, yeah, like, Yeah, well, like he's, a good, he's, a, he's, a good, he's a good lecturer, which, Yeah, like, great orator, you know, great lecturer, yeah. like, yeah. And, uh, you know, and just so happens to all fucking be full into, you know, the use of psychedelics to expanding your mind and shit, so... Even totally though, it, 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 no, but no, what's crazy is like he, uh, he was saying, I believe on Joe Rogan, like it's actually been years and years since he himself has had, done a psychedelic. Yeah. But like that he truly like that, that's the crazy part. It's like, it's, it's like, you know, you're not like, Oh, look at this, look at this drug user. Like, of course he's going to say that, you know, this is the greatest thing to, to, right. to, to dive into this realm. It's like, no, he hasn't used in fucking 30 years. And he's like, this right. is the greatest fucking thing to <laughs> like, he's like, this, this is going to access the next realm. Like, <laughs> but I don't do yeah. it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably a good idea when you start getting up there in years not to, but yeah, for sure. Um, no, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. I have watched his show. I thought it was super fascinating. I thought that uh, he did a really good job with it. And I think Netflix is awesome for producing it. Like what a great idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it I did mean, well for them too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And they, they, you know, they jumped on the, his, his, his fame coming from fucking being on Rogan all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, uh, like Rogan got onto a stoner, like uh thing where he started reading his books and stuff. Right. And now the dude's yep. famous. Um, you gotta love that about Rogan too. He's like, Hey, this weird thing I'm into, I'm going to make it huge. Um, hey, Hey, one day I'm fucking me and Shannard going to be on there. All right. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna harass Spike and Squeezy to fucking pressure him, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get the Kyles to harass Spike and harass Squeezy to then harass Joe. Goddamn right. This is this is the way. Like this is you know this is this is the fucking way. Apparently, uh, that's uh, it. you have found a method, my friend. You yeah, have figured it out. <laughs> I was like, you know, you know, we're we, you know, we do these raids for trolling and shit like that. Let's let's, let's do it for something. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it for something. Uh, I miss raid culture in the council. We used to do really silly raids. Um, what was your like? So there was one raid. I think you were not around at this point. There was one raid we did that was the only one I consider a mistake, right? So we raided like the birds aren't real group. That was hilarious. We yes, raided. Yes. Um, we raided a couple of groups that were like anti-Kyle groups, right? Because yes. there was a thing that was happening a few years ago where people were like making these like uh, tell Kyle to shut up or like all these other kind of Facebook yes. groups about that. And we yep. raided those. That was a lot of fun. Some of those we even took over. Um, like I personally like uh, had made a bunch of alts and snuck into their admin team and took them over in a couple places, which was awesome. Um, but God, like the that. one group that we messed up on, in my opinion, was when we raided the biggest flat earther group on Facebook. Oh, dude. Okay, no, I was around because that's when I fucking uh, that's when I lost my admin. Oh, gotcha. Because 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 I fucking banned the one dude. 
in the he was he was a tile, but he was like I I mean, that was a mistake on my part, but I mean, the motherfucker was telling me he was basically threatening to find my kid in the real world and teach her about that that flat earth theory is correct. I lost my cool. I banned him. So (laughs) I I was like, no, sir, the fuck you're not. So this is so this is just to give the listeners like the full thing. So we start rating this group and it's normal at this point. We're doing this to groups all the time. Right. So groups are trying to have normal conversations. We would raid like groups where people would buy and sell pearls and shit. Right. Um, Oh, my God. For us at that point. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? There, dude, we raided this group that it was this lady that she would do like those corny ass fucking like those like drawings. Yeah, and she and, and dude, we, she was like, she was like on a live or some shit. She's like, and, and, and fucking, we're just like, she's like, oh hi Kyle, hi Kyle, and she's like being real nice for the first like fifteen twenty yep. minutes, and then we all kept asking her if the couch was for sale, and yes. she was just like. <laughs> like harmless stuff but it was like it was hilarious she was like no the couch is not for sale she's like you know what nobody that is named kyle is allowed in here if i see you i'm banning you (laughs) we even caused the birds aren't real people to create a separate group called the birds aren't real no kyle's Kyle's allowed allowed no no kyle's allowed i don't give a fuck Yep. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, so we raided this Flat Earther group and like I'm trying to sneak into the admin team as I always do. Like we're like working our way around. I finally start talking to the head admin. And by the way, like our interactions within the group are crazy because there are so many true believers in that group, mm-hmm. religious people, like people that are really, really into it. Um, and so I'd start talking to the to the and it's like it's me. And Metcalf, I believe, were talking to the head admin of this group, the guy who created it. And he was like, look, guys, this is a meta troll, okay? I made this as a joke, like, four years ago. (laughs) Now, it's, like, all of these real flat earthers in here. And for them, this is a really important community. And, like, this is where they get to feel important. Like, they know a a special thing that other people don't. And, you know, I'm not a flat earther, but, like... I kind of don't want to take this resource away from them. And like what you guys are doing right now is kind of messing up my meta troll and making what already was like hard to have fun with even harder (laughs) to have fun with. So could you just stop? And so like Metcalf and I were like, yeah, dude, legit. Sorry. We're okay. We get it. And so we started telling everybody else on the team, like, all right, we need to like cut this stuff out. So all we got out of it was feeling bad for messing with these people that are not, all there, many of them. And then we got like eight flat earther Kyles joining our group after it. And they wouldn't <laughs> shut up for two years. <laughs> Dude. Oh, uh, okay. No, we made one other mistake. And that was, uh, I, I fucking, I stopped real quick. It was a, it was a TI fucking group targeted individuals. Oh yes. And like, I thought it was a fucking joke. Like I, I thought it was a joke, and then I start realizing, like, oh fuck, like these are these are like all serious schizophrenics, yeah, and they like, and and some of them convinced me though, like some I'm like, damn, like dude, you fucking, they were like showing me video evidence, like like shit. I was like, dude, like, I, are you doing criminal shit? Because like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the feds are watching you right now. Like, <laughs> like I didn't yeah. tell them that, but like, you know, it, and. It, that shit was sad. I'm like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta stop like 
we gotta not fuck with these people because yeah uh no absolutely that, that, yeah, that was, was that um... was the saddest that was that yeah. was like you know flat earth i can understand um but like ah oh, man the target individual and it's just like it, i've been in mental health institutions and it was like being in a mental health institution while not yeah. needing to be in a mental health institution <laughs> it's like yep <laughs> you know, it's, like you're you're the fucking uh you're, you're the guy who changes the sheets like you're not the doctor <laughs> and you're not the fucking you're not the fucking patient you're just watching all this shit go down like wishing you could help these people but realizing that they're too far gone yeah 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 nope i hear you like that was um i felt really bad about that whole situation uh i, I do remember that yes um that was ugh. Yeah, we uh we haven't had any fun reads in a while. We gotta we gotta get back into that. I honestly that was like one of my favorite parts about council culture that we're just kinda slacking on. Well, I can make an unlimited amount of emails. I've been telling everyone this. Um <laughs> I actually I, I I had really good fucking uh time last night. I went out with uh one of my old anarchist friends and his wife and uh and and Sydney. And uh, he's like I can't <laughs> I'm not going to talk too much about it, but he got contacted by the, the, the local GOP and oh, wow. they, they, uh, cause I don't know, you might've heard of it. He made national headlines, Matt Strickland. He owns Gormelts. It was, he like the fucking, uh, the health department shit, it, like the state tried to shut him down during COVID. He was one of the only fucking restaurants in Virginia that said, fuck you. I'm not like, if people want to come here and eat, they can come here and eat. And I'm not going to enforce masks. Like, we're not going to fucking sit there and talk shit about you. But, like, it is your personal choice. And they, like, they tried to shut him down. All this fucking crazy shit. Ended up winning in court. And uh, is now, like, running for state senate. But apparently my friend is such a good troll. And he's not even, he's not Republican. He's absolute anarchist. Like, <laughs> but the GOP, <laughs> but the GOP is like, hey, um because he got banned from the local newspaper's fucking website, like a Facebook page. Oh, wow. And he, he, it's the only newspaper because he was, he was trolling too hard. Like he was like, and it, it, it like, it wasn't even like trolling that hard. He was just like calling these people out on shit. And, uh, and they like contacted him, like asked him if he would like do it for them. Like, like, tr because he was just, he, he doesn't troll. He like, uses sound argument but utterly destroys them until they fucking like keel over and die basically like ideologically they're like oh my god i'm so I'm sorry you're right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i actually that was uh that was my like before i joined the council that is what i did in conservative groups like that was <clears throat> my my fun times on the internet was like going on to the like um common sense conservative facebook page and just like Trolling and trolling, oh and, trolling and trolling and trolling with sound arguments because these are like, you know, GOP, like Trumpians before they were Trumpians. Oh, no, I um, know. I was in that group because I was the fucking I was the anarchist that was just like, you know, I was like, oh, you guys want limited government. I'm like, so uh, I should be able to get my gun rights restored. Right. And they're like, well, no, you're a felon. And I'm like, well, then you don't <laughs> believe in the Second Amendment, bitch. You <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I was in that group all the time. I actually ended up uh, being a writer for their website for a while. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> they were like, hey, this is a liberal who believes in gun rights. We're going to like have him write for us. And I was like, yeah, all right. 
Um, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really funny that you were on there too. That was like a weird part of the internet for a long time. Yeah, um, I, I liked whoever the main admin was. I really liked him. Um, yep, yep. And now he's like uh, full up all in the Proud Boys and doing all that stuff. Like that's been his his life for a while now in Seattle. You know, I. <laughs> um, what's the, what's the um, I I get it. Like honestly, like uh, like especially Seattle. Like if I was yeah, in exactly. Seattle, if I, kept if I was to say in to him Seattle, like, like I, yeah, I, 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 I kept would trying to say to him, have. like, dude, your life is not like indicative of the rest of the world, right? Like yeah. people are not that crazy everywhere else. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's getting there, but it's definitely getting not there. Seattle level, not Seattle level. Like yeah. he was there for chop. He was there for all that, like all that nonsense, all the like, um, all the chop and chaz. Yes, chop chaz, like all that nonsense. Um, lived through all of it. And like, there was one day he and I were talking and this was kind of after, you know, he, he was ignoring the website and I asked him what he did. And he was like, well, I was filming at this event and, um, you know, the, the proud boys had to throw down with these Antifa people. So I jumped in and I was like, bro, you're 34. You're getting into street fights in the middle of Seattle with kids. Like, stop. Like, what are you doing? Hey, um, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> okay. There, there, there's no better fight to get into than fucking political ideologically backed fucking street fights with fucking kids okay children. Like, like children ch- like, ex- exactly children dude yes. like what are you doing <laughs> you you beat the communism out of them okay was, <laughs> and that was they, they were bragging about beating up these like 20 year olds and i'm like yeah bro you're 34 <clears throat> you're way bigger you're way stronger like what are you talking about yeah yeah, all, all, all they had the fucking uh, Proud Boy fucking videos that had like, boom, here comes the boom, ready or not. And it was like yes. them just hitting like these fucking like skin and bone vegans. Like, 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 it was, like, it was so fun. They're like one tap and fucking these little tiny vegans who look like they haven't fucking eaten anything but grass with the cows for fucking two and a half years. And you're like, yeah. America, not motherfucker. Body, not the bodybuilder vegans, right? Like, we're talking about the people that don't know how to nutritionally supplement yeah. themselves vegans. Yes. <laughs> like, eating their fucking cat's fucking grass-fed food or some shit. I don't know, dude. It's just, yeah, I, dude. It was so... I felt so... I was like, bro, you are too old to be doing this. Uh, but yeah, like, that was... I was in that part of the internet for a long time. I actually, like, was in a chat group with some of the Proud Boys for a while, and I was like, all right, you all are nuts. This is not an appropriate way to spend your time as a grown-ups. I'm, st- um, I'm still very upset that they did not want to buy DemocratsOnly.com from me. You were going to give them that? I... I, 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 I that? Listen, I offered Democrats only to both the DNC, the GOP, mm-hmm, um, yeah. Fox News... Um, MSNBC, Proud Boys, and Antifa. Nobody wanted it. (laughs) Nobody wanted it. Nope. I mean, Antifa hates the Democrats as much as anybody else, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's just like, you know, any, you know, you port forward it to some dumb shit and be like, you port forward it to the Proud Boys website. (laughs) Like, you know, democratsonly.com and it goes to Proud Boys. Oh my God, I should just do that. You should just do that. That would actually be really funny. <laughs> or, uh, or, or, really or, funny. or Zelensky's Facebook or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the celebrity Zelensky. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. What, so um, have you been following the story in Ohio like closely at all? 
Yes, yes, extremely close. It's criminal, actually. right? Like what's going on with over there? Um, hey, the water, the water's safe. Um, paid for and brought to you and paid for by the railroad company who's yeah, trained by right. Norfolk Southern. <laughs> yeah, who actually? Yeah, like what the fuck? Um, hey, I like that whole thing has been so enraging to me. And like when the when that story got released, and I was like, oh damn it, it's a HuffPo article, right? Like I hate it that HuffPo is the one that actually did the journalism that figured that out. Um, because you know, you want to share it, but then, you know, like 15 people are going to be like, well, it's HuffPo. Um, but you're like, but the journalist did a good job. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry that it's HuffPo, but and this then, particular and then, journalist. And then Vice shares, and then Vice shares Huffington Post's article and everybody's like, oh my God, Vice just came out with this article, dude. And fucking the water's poisoned. And Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, but you know, like, you know, humans do good work, even if they work for terrible companies. Um, and so like, I was just going absolutely nuts i was like reading all this stuff and then i find out like that biden is secretly sneaking off to ukraine as that news is coming out and trump learned how to be a politician again and is immediately like there handing out water and cans of beans for some reason um almost expired cans of beans i might add okay uh, okay hold on, hold on hold on hold on so i i used to do community service at the food bank so the date on there Cans of beans are good for four years. Yes. After the date. hundred percent. It's the best buy date. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they have to put it on there. I agree. Yeah. Um, yes. I, uh, fun fact that will not surprise anybody. I used to do freaking dumpster diving in Brooklyn. I researched all this stuff. Um, but yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I was like laughing so hard because like he just handed the GOP this massive talking point and win that any normie uh, anywhere in the world can just pick up and run with. Like, well, Biden's off helping Ukraine while Trump's in there helping these people in, in Ohio. And it's like, what the heck are you doing, dude? It is like human relations 101. Forget politics. It's just basic common sense. So, and so he didn't get it. Next election, right? So the only, the only chance that the GOP has is if they run a DeSantis primary ticket. Like, honestly, I, I mean, that, that, that like, Trump's just, there's, he's, you know, he's fucking tainted meat, like, as far as politics go. Like, it, you can't, you can't re-spin all this shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, he doesn't have enough. And then, you know, and then, you know, if there is election fraud, like, it's too easy to just dismiss it at this point. Like, even if there is mass scale election fraud, like it's just too easy because, well, if Trump claims there's election fraud, well, oh, he's just trying to cause another insurrection. Like, it's <laughs> so you're not wrong. I, you know, I, either, you know, DeSantis primary, Rand Paul fucking VP. I, I, I think that is the only that is the only way like or vice versa. I mm -hmm. think that is the only way that the GOP will get enough of their fucking base voters vote to win an election i think that the gop primary is going to go to trump again very easily i think that uh meatball ron is going to absolutely uh die when it comes to actually debating trump you already won't say anything bad about the guy um and i think nikki haley's got zero chance um she's already just being brushed off by trump Trump's going to pull the primary out. Is he going to win the general? Who knows? I mean, probably, but, um, 
there's no way that guy's losing the primary. <clears throat> there's absolutely no way. <clears throat> I think uh, I think Amish needs to run for VP for uh, the LP. That'd um, be interesting. Yes. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I'd be into that. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think Rand Paul needs to leave the GOP. <laughs> I mean, like you know, I, he's not Rand, a, he's not he's a libertarian a, though. Listen, listen, <laughs> he, he is okay. He is, but he's not. I mean, him and him and his dad, like they were smart about it because they realize that the libertarian, even though they hold almost all libertarian views, almost okay. Rand's almost. Rand, yep. Rand yeah. is less Rand, though than his dad, but yes, far less. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, I, like I called, I called him out because uh, he was like, you know, talking about how they put that fucking omnibus bill on their desk, like three hours before they were going to vote for it and shit. And he's like, I'm not voting on it unless these concessions are agreed to. I'm like, no, 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 you don't agree to it. You just don't. You just filibuster the fucking floor so it can't be voted on. <laughs> you, know, you just you just keep fucking going, Rand, because I believe in this situation, your fucking father would have. <laughs> like Your father would have been like, no, this is absolutely fucking insanity, and I'm not yep. going to stand for it, and I'm going to sit here until fucking all of you keel over before me. <laughs> like, but... Yep. but uh. Yeah, no, I I think that he he disagrees too much with the GOP and that he, you know, even though there's some things that they agree on, I I just, you know, I mean, he was raised by his father, so I I, I would I would assume that he's really just there because that's how he gets elected. <laughs> Cuz the LP is very hard to get elected to national office. And yeah, you know, I mean, and he knows, I don't it. Know, he knows it. And this is his job. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't do a whole lot of doctoring anymore. Um, this is, this is how he makes his living too. You got to look at it from a human perspective as well. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. it is nice that he has that doctor degree. You know, it's a good thing to fall back on being an OB, but, uh, but that's, that's not, that's not the whole world. You know, that's not a, that's not going to make him as much money as being a politician. For is sure. he He's a guy now, just like his dad, as I recall. That's fucking. So yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, family business too, right? <laughs> family business is politics and gynecology. Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! It, at least you learn how to fuck people in two different ways. No, I'm just... <laughs> oh yeah. man. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's that's their whole thing. Is like we're pro life because we're gynecologists. Like they, that's the the whole um, argument there, which is why you know they it's kind of fall off with some libertarian circles in a lot of ways. Yep. Well, hey, Gross, appreciate you coming in. Uh, appreciate you hopping on this show. I think, of I think I'm going to end it here. I need I need to eat food. Took my antibiotics and didn't eat much. So yeah, that's that's uh, not always fun. So you go eat some no. food. I got to go finish my workout and then sell a solar system. All right. Well, good luck to you, sir. If if I don't hear back from any of those solar companies, uh, I got you. All right. All right. We don't work in Virginia right now, bro. No, 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 the domain, the domain. Oh, the domain. Oh, in Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I, if I don't hear, if I don't hear back from any of those companies in Kyle, Texas, because I will only sell it 
to solar companies in Kyle, Texas. If I don't Heck hear back yeah. from any of them uh, with decent offers, like over two grand, <laughs> then, then I got you at cost. So yeah. dig it. All right. All right, man. Thanks All for right, coming. Man. Talk to you later on.